0: Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that is building up. Blah, blah, blah. Let's let's go back a little moment there. At fifteen seconds in, some people would say, "Why not just re-record the episode from the beginning?" If you stumbled into some words so soon to the to, to the start of the thing, that's not the Mindful Moments of Mars way. Mindful Moments of Mars is about working with the flow, feeling feeling how things are, accepting missteps accepting mistakes are they even mistakes or are they just what happened and we accept them and we feel at peace with ourselves listen if you have the physical flexibility to do so I recommend just putting one hand onto your onto your chest where you can feel feel your breathing and sometimes sometimes do things that you didn't intend to do and that doesn't mean you just ignore them. I mean, if you if you've caused harm, it's good to try and make amends as best you can. In whatever form that takes. But if all, all you did was stumble over a word, that's okay. There's no harm done. That's okay. That, that no one's gonna be upset with you. Maybe they'll stop listening to your audio experience and be like. I want an audio experience that gets edited better than this. That's fine. It doesn't matter if no one listens to your audio experience. <laughs> That's fine. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be. Uh, what's a popular podcast? Uh, the Joe Rogan Show. It doesn't have to be the Joe Joe Rogan Show, where he talks to. Famous men? Has he ever interviewed a woman? I'm not sure. It seems like he talks to a lot of men, uh, and says things like, uh, "I don't like vaccines." Is that what he says? I don't know. I don't listen to the Joe Rogan show. I, I assume he discusses vaccines with men a lot of the time. Um, you don't have to have all the Joe Rogan people listening to you. It's okay. You don't have to have anyone listening to you. There's a. There's a. There's a very. It's a nice book. It's a nice book called Letters from My Windmill. And um, I don't remember the name of the author. I feel like Alphonse might be part of his name. Um, either his, his, his prénom or his nom. I'm not sure. He's French. Um, Letters from My Windmill. And there's a bit in it where a poet is asked how in order for his poetry to be worthwhile, how many people need to read it? And he says, one is enough. None is enough. And I like that line. It's good. Um and you know there's the I, I'm I'm I often think of the the Volros, which are the the people who experience this audio experience by Playing it at zero volume. The volume is zero, so that's gets contracted to Volro. So they don't know what the content is. Um, but they're dedicated listeners. But then there's there's Volros who are playing it, but the volume is zero. But then there's a larger group of people who are not playing it. So they don't they don't hear Mindful Moments of Mars. They don't even play it at at zero volume. They're just largely unaware of it maybe even entirely unaware of it that's the largest group of audience members that i have you know most of my audience is made up of people who are unaware of the audio experience and uh but they're still valued audience members and i still count them among my audience members when i am um uh pitching to advertisers (laughs) Um, so, you know, let's get to the show and if you need to build a website, why don't you use Squarespace and you can use the offer code. Finally, Gek and Gahan are going to fight Lud at checkout and you'll get 10% off. Uh, I don't know if that offer code will fit in whatever little offer code bar they have in Squarespace. You know what? If you need to build a website... Why don't you learn HTML and uh, just <laughs> do it the old fashioned way? It may not look good, but you could put a little, little gif on it that says under construction. People will love it. They'll say it's it's retro. Let's get back to the book. So, uh, Lud has, no, L- Gek has just said he's going to come in and fight. Um, Le- Is it Leroy Jenkins? I don't remember. Gek has just said he's gonna fight with Gahan, but while he's explaining that Gahan <laughs> rushes in. Um. anyway, this is gonna be so great. but but Gahan, but but Gahan had already crossed the room and entered the chamber beyond upon the opposite side of the room was a circular opening guarded by two warriors. Can I just say before I go on, because I know that some of the people hearing this have never read a book by Ed Grice Burroughs. When it gets violent, sometimes it gets very, very violent. There's a scene in Gods of Mars where John Carter has killed so many people that he, a content warning, I guess, for extreme violence, he, the blood is up, it's not up to knee height, but it's over his ankles. And he is just (laughs) delighted with himself. It's extreme. It's very extreme violence. So maybe we'll get some of that. So just be on your guard for uh, these two warriors about to get done in, I'd say. Upon the opposite side of the room was a circular opening guarded by two warriors. Beyond this opening, he could see two figures struggling upon the floor and the fleeting glimpse he had of one of the faces suddenly endowed him with the strength of ten warriors and the ferocity of a wounded Banth. It was Tara of Helium, fighting for her honour or her life. The warriors, startled by the unexpected appearance of a red man, stood for a moment in dumb amazement, and in that moment Gahan of gathol was upon them, and one was down, a sword thrust through the heart. Strike at the heads whispered the voice of Gek in Gahan's ear. The latter saw the head of the fallen warrior crawl quickly within the aperture leading to the chamber where he had seen tar of helium in the clutches of a headless body. Then the sword of Gek struck the caldene of the remaining warrior from its rikor and Gahan ran his sword through the repulsive head. Instantly, the red warrior leaped for the aperture while close behind him came Gek. Look not upon the eyes of Lud, warned the Chaldene, or you are lost. I think we can stop there because we might be due a reminder that Lud, whose voice I will have to remind myself how to do, has the power to hypnotize people by making eye contact with them. Um, so that is why Gek is, is saying, do not look Lud in the eye. And there we have it. Gek and Ludd, uh chewing bubblegum and stabbing Caldenes in the heads and they're all out of bubblegum. Uh, to paraphrase, they live, I think, and, and and Duke Nukem 3D, I don't know who came up with that first, presumably they live because it wasn't uh, a video game from the 90s. Um. Listen, let's take a breath.